Hello, welcome back to the greenhouse. We are in here once again. If you are new here, then welcome to this space. This is basically a weekly section on my channel where we talk about how to grow, how to nurture ourselves, and essentially it's a delivery from me to you of food for thought. Listen to this, food for thought, food for heart, and food for soul. That's why it's called the weekly groceries. So please get comfortable. My name is Catherine. And also please, if you are new here, introduce yourself in the comments. Let us know who you are. Let us know how you're doing. And to everyone watching this right now, please let me know how your week was. And one thing that you are grateful for this week, just so we can get a conversation going. So it's not just me talking to myself, but I really wanted to create this as a space where we interact with each other and it's a space where you can feel safe and genuinely feel like this is an environment where you can learn how to grow and you can nurture the garden of your life. So, and I just really quickly want to give credit to my new client and friend, uh, Innocent, who helped me with uh, the inspiration for the food for thought, food for heart, food for soul, because we were basically saying how Sometimes it's not enough to just take a very intellectual and logical approach to life, trying to strategize your way through life, always finding out what is the best and most efficient solution to doing things. Um, so sometimes food for thought is not enough. And he said maybe he needs to start living more by the heart and thinking about food for heart. And that really struck me as something that I wanted to make as a part of the weekly groceries. This is food for your soul. So obviously you might get groceries delivered in physical form, such as carrots, sweet potatoes, I don't know what you, you guys order <laughs> for your weekly shopping, but that's the physical realm. And we take a lot of care of our physical realm, of feeding ourselves and making sure that we're showering and things like that. But the weekly groceries is about energetic hygiene. It's about keeping up and maintaining your energetic and your spiritual growth so that your essence is always flowering and blossoming, just like these lovely flowers here. So the beverage that I have for you this week is a cup of the finest Yorkshire tea. I used a Yorkshire tea bag. Um, and to be honest, uh, because I've been away for so long and I haven't had proper cups of tea in a long time, this feels great to me, but I'm not entirely sure what the best kind of tea bags are. If you are a big tea fanatic, then please also in the comments, let me know what your favorite tea bag is. I know a lot of people argue about, you know, Yorkshire, there's Yorkshire tea, there's PG tips, there's Tetley, there's all kinds of stuff out there right now, but I can assure you, this is one of the, one of the higher quality ones. So I hope that you enjoy it. And as always, I'm going to take a sip of your beverage cause you're not here, but What's new? What is new? Usually I start this off by discussing how my week was um, and things that have been happening. But basically I'm filming this. The reason we we're, were in the greenhouse again um, is because I'm at my parents' house right now. I'm just staying for the night. But this video is coming out early because I wanted to make a video uh, about how to have a happier holidays. And so this will be coming, around, coming out around the 23rd or the 24th when you're watching this. Um, but it's been an interesting week because I went back to work, I found a new job, I'm now bartending at a bartending at a hotel and I'm not gonna lie, having not been in full-time work for seven or eight months, it was a shock to my system. The f after my first shift, I had this big overreaction in my mind and I was observing my mind doing this, I was just like, I will, after this job, I will never work 40 hour week full-time job ever again. Bah, bah, bah. It was just a whole shock to my system being in the system again, because I didn't think that I would come back and be here working a full-time job again. So it was quite new to me after doing, having seven months of just basically doing whatever I want with my time. Um, but sometimes it is necessary. And I know that a lot of people advocate, you know, and I also advocate, finding your purpose and making sure you are aligned with your purpose and your passion so that you can start actually, for example, making money, doing what you love. But sometimes it's necessary to, and you might feel a lot of pressure to be like, oh my God, I'm stuck in this nine to five job and people keep telling me that it's wrong to be here. People keep telling me to get out. And I 
I slightly advocate that sometimes as well, but sometimes it's also necessary to be in a job that maybe you're not 100% passionate about, but at least make sure that it's something that you enjoy, it's something that interests you, like for example, I like bartending, it's not, it's not the worst thing I could be doing, and it's something that I, I, allows me to grow, allows me to build my skills in that area. So if you are in, still in the matrix and you're working a nine to five or you're working a full-time job, as long as it's something that you don't hate and it's something that you actually can grow in and it allows you to expand in that area, uh, if you're on the spiritual path, then I'm sure you prioritise spiritual growth a lot. Just make sure it's something where you can always be expanding. You can always learn about new ways of being or new ways to integrate parts of yourself that you have not yet. For example, bartending for me helps me to elaborate and expand on my socialising skills and the ability to connect and communicate with a lot of different types of people. Because, for example, I'm working in a very prestigious hotel right now. <laughs> prestigious. And there's a lot of older people there, which usually a lot of times I don't really have a lot of um, experience talking to older people. But, you know, it's just interesting seeing what kinds of things they like to drink and what kinds of things they like to talk about. And this time I can actually speak to people at the bar, which in my last job, I couldn't, I worked there for a while, but I couldn't speak to people at the bar because they were doing this whole t table service thing. Everything was electronic. So I never actually got the full on bartending experience being someone's bartender, serving them right at the bar. So it's all very new to me. But last little thing about how my week was is I was feeling really sad last night. Um, I wanted to come to my parents, but I just ended up feeling quite sad just about, just about how much change is going on in my life and things were just bringing me down. Um, and it got me thinking about the holiday season and that's why I'm creating this weekly groceries is because I know that a lot of people out there, especially if you're on the spiritual path, you've likely gone through a lot of pain or you've likely gone through a lot of internal suffering as a result of your childhood or your upbringing or your family circumstances. So I understand that the holiday season and Christmas and all of this, you know, glitz and glam of the jolly merry times can for some of us um, not really feel that way. It can actually feel the opposite of jolly and it can bring out, it can bring out that wounded little part inside of you that gets triggered by your family or gets really annoyed or upset by them. And you might be in a position where you're either seeing family members that really just grate and grind on your gears and upset you by their unconscious behavior or you're in a position where Christmas is a very sad time for you because maybe you don't really have that relationship with your family that you would you would like to. And maybe you feel very lonely on Christmas. Maybe you don't see your parents because it's not a healthy relationship for you to do that. Or maybe you're just in a space where you don't really have a lot of family um, to go and see. And that's why we're here to chit chat about how to have a happier holidays because I completely resonate with you and I want you to know that you're not alone. You don't have to do this alone. That's why we are here. That's why we have this space. So if you do enjoy this video and you are liking the weekly groceries, please give it a thumbs up and let me know about it and subscribe if you haven't already, because it does let me know that this is something that is, you know, it's the greenhouse, it's the groceries. This is something that I want it to be continually growing and expanding. You and me both, all of us in here together. So on that note, yes, I do completely resonate with you. Um, there was a time where, especially when I was younger, where I just really didn't enjoy Christmas. I had a very love-hate relationship with Christmas because I'd, I'd see all this hype about Christmas and it was kind of a warm, cosy time where you spend time with your loved ones. Um, but at the time, I was not so evolved in my journey to be able to really be aware and conscious of my family's behaviour and to see it in more of a loving and observant way in that time at that time I was more in a reactive state I was definitely it was the inner child in me that just always felt continually hurt by the things that my parents would say or the ways that I felt around my family um, and I would kind of always end up feeling really demeaned or or criticized or just felt like why can't I have a normal family or why can't I spend time with my family and enjoy it 
because um, obviously it's a time also where people are you know posting online about all the gifts that they're getting or they're posting pictures with family and you know they look like they're having a really jolly time and you might see that for example and compare it to your own life or your own situation believing that why am I not why am I not worthy of having a loving family or why am I not worthy of being supported and surrounded by that unconditional love and that acceptance that I think a lot of people idealise Christmas as being associated by. And the first thing that I want you to know is that if you do not have a supportive family or you do not have people around you that you feel like they unconditionally love you, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you and it doesn't mean that it's your fault. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It simply is sometimes people have their own stuff, they have their own unprocessed things that maybe they just haven't got to the stage of processing. And so instead of, you know, reflecting on themselves, they find it easier, or their ego finds it easier to project that out into the world and vomit it all over you, project it onto you, for example. So there's, at Christmas, we have the Christmas stuffing that we put inside the turkey or your nut roast, whatever you your meat or vegetable preferences are, whatever your dietary requirements are. You have the Christmas stuffing and then you also have people's own stuffing. I've just come up with this myself, but people have their own stuff. People have their own stuff, their own baggage that they have inside of them that maybe doesn't taste that great and maybe it is actually just their own stuff that is unprocessed, unhealed baggage. And, you know, we have to there's two ingredients to Christmas this is what I've written down here there's two ingredients to Christmas and having a happy holidays it is firstly to give less shits and secondly to give more compassion not only for yourself but also for other people as much as you can muster because I understand that you know sometimes it can be really hard to move yourself into a position of compassion when there are people around you that are either explicitly and purposefully trying to trigger you or just by their own unconsciousness they so so happen to be triggering you anyways and it can feel like your buttons are constantly being pressed let's say you have that auntie or that uncle who is just always being really critical of you or just always saying nasty things to you or just insulting you or your family is just a very reactive explosive family and it's very dysfunctional thing is we have to stop internalizing these things as being our fault and actually my favourite tarot reader, who, by the way, her channel is called Soul Wisdom Tarot. She is the only tarot reader that I watch because she's just awesome. And if you want to hear the most amazing daily motivation and messages to help you get into alignment, then I highly recommend she's got, she posts almost every single day and a new message for you to hear. Um, but she said on her channel that she heard somewhere that sometimes you cannot consider your biological family to be the the people that are going to fulfill all of your needs especially all of your emotional needs sometimes you have to reorient your perspective to understand that the family that you've been brought up in your your blood family or you know the people that have brought you up are there and serving a higher divine purpose to help you grow as much as possible that is why sometimes people that are on the spiritual path sometimes the people that have done the most work to become more conscious and awaken themselves are the people that have gone through very shitty circumstances or people went through a very loveless environment so that they could really blossom and thrive and see the higher purpose of their pain and I think that's really a really important shift in perspective to have around the holidays because sometimes we can look to our family and always have that small little child vulnerable little child within us that just really wants really wants love really wants attention really wants care really wants to feel adored and cherished and appreciated but sometimes the people around us are not able to offer that because of where they're at because of the kinds of thoughts that they have in their mind because of the kind of habits that they're in and the unconsciousness that is not inherently their fault so if you shift your perspective and start understanding that maybe your family was not placed there to give you all of those needs and to, to sustain all of your internal emotional needs but was rather placed there to help you evolve into your best version to help you learn how to love yourself learn how to respect yourself and learn how to give yourself the love that you've always craved externally but, but rather giving it yourself internally then that is a major shift in perspective you are literally elevating yourself into a different state of consciousness because instead of being in the victim mode and the angry mode and always upset by what people are saying and excuse me always annoyed and angry and bitter and resentful why can't these people just 
be kind to me? Why can't they just be nice? Why can't they just, you know, why can't we have a nice, loving, functional family? Instead of being in that kind of oh, reactive mode, instead you're shifting to an observant mode of being like, hang on, actually, I know that I'm being really, I'm getting really pissed off right now and I know that I'm getting upset right now. Also, there is a higher purpose as to why these people have been placed in my life circumstances. Remember that nothing in life is a coincidence. Everything has a, a divine order and a divine reason behind it. Whether your intellectual mind wants to believe in that or not, you just have to look at the most, the, the, the intelligence of life and the complexity of life to understand that everything, pretty much everything, has been divinely arranged in this universe to serve a higher purpose. And the higher purpose for you is to start learning the lessons from your biological family or the people that you were brought up around. So that relative, that is really annoying you, really bugging you, what is it trying to show you about yourself? And so whenever you find yourself getting triggered, firstly, don't internalise it as being your fault. You can't really help being upset. You can't really help it when a feeling is evoked within you of just like, oh God, I just feel so attacked or I feel so ashamed or I feel so embarrassed. You can't help that feeling arising, okay? So that is the one of the ingredients. Give yourself compassion. Because remember, we have give less shits, give yourself more compassion. So the first thing I would say, give yourself more compassion. You can't help it when you're being triggered. You can't help it when that little inner child within you is just like, wah, I just feel so upset right now. I just feel like so unloved right now. You can't help that feeling being inside of you. But what you can always do is give yourself compassion. So whenever someone is starting to say things that are great, really grating you and you just want to strangle them, don't beat yourself up for feeling that way. A lot of times we feel like we have to just, you know, stay calm, stay, be nice, you know, just, just be nice, just be love and light, really just be peaceful, man, because obviously you're a spiritual person, so you need to be calm and really centred and peaceful all the time, but when you try and do that, when you're, you are actually internally feeling the opposite way, when you are internally feeling at conflict with yourself, you're feeling angry, you're feeling annoyed, you're feeling upset, don't spiritual bypass your own feelings by denying that and by trying to project out into the world that you're a really nice, calm, cool and peaceful person that never gets mad at anyone, bro, because obviously that's probably not the case in the situation. So when that happens, when you do feel that sort of reaction bubbling up inside of you, maybe someone says a comment about you and it, it feels like they're criticising you, or maybe people are just arguing or shouting at the Christmas dinner table and it starts making you, making you feel upset, you firstly notice that you become very hyper alert in that moment. You become very hyper aware and you observe, wow, I can feel this reaction boiling and bubbling inside of me. Already you've introduced more awareness because before you may have reacted on that. You may have reacted to those angry thoughts or those resentful thoughts and started arguing with people at the dinner table or just being like, why do you have to be such a dick and blah, 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 blah. And maybe, you know, that, that kind of very um, reactive mode reactive side of you being brought forth but sometimes what I find is the best thing to do is to firstly observe observe wow okay I can feel that I can feel that sort of feeling bubbling within me I can feel that upset bubbling that hurt that pain bubbling within me the first thing you do is notice already in your noticing you are becoming more conscious you're becoming more aware because instead of allowing the reaction to control you you are now being in control of your own reaction by not habitually acting on it whenever it arises, because before you may have habitually lashed out or just gotten upset or just started, you know, throwing a hissy fit. But in these circumstances, sometimes we have to notice this little bubbling reaction, observe it, understand that this is not you, your reactions are not you, and you do not have to inhabit this. So what you can always do is, if you notice that going on inside of you, what's something that I enjoy doing is I leave, I leave the room. Even if you're you're at the dinner table and people think it's rude, if that is what you need to do in the moment, if that is what is a a reflection that you are giving less shits and you are giving more compassion to yourself, then you leave the room. You leave the room, you go outside, preferably go for a walk if you can, even if it's just five minutes in nature, just to soothe the mind and just to start really reassuring yourself that it's okay to feel this way, I know you feel angry, and just don't make yourself feel bad for, for being angry because you might also see your family after not seeing them in a while and maybe you get triggered by things that you thought you'd worked on and then in those times often a tendency of ours is to become very critical of ourselves saying I thought that I'd worked on this I thought that I'd done so much work on this and yet it feels like I'm back at square one don't fall into that mindset of being critical of yourself for not being 
um, able to handle the dysfunction around you, okay? In those moments, you have to be compassionate to yourself and say, hey, things come up, my own stuffing is being brought to the surface and, you know, you're tending to it. At least you're tending to it, you're doing something about it. Even if doing something about it translates as simply going off into a different room and just allowing yourself to process it. So whatever arises for you, the anger, the sadness, the guilt, whatever it is, you allow yourself to feel that way and know that it's okay. You can even mumble and un under your breath to yourself, it's okay to feel this way and just have more forgiveness for yourself, to be honest. Because once you kind of process that internally, you will be in a better energy, you'll be in a, a more relaxed and composed essence to go back to your your family chaos and your family dysfunction and be be an example or at least try to be an example for you know how we can start introducing more love into the situation because i presume in, in a dysfunctional family situation that usually these people uh, and these environments that are created are very loveless maybe people don't know how to love themselves they don't really know how to reflect on themselves they avoid looking at themselves and it's not really anyone's fault to be honest um so instead of getting resentful at people for like why can't my mum be more understanding why can't my dad just be more less angry why can't blah 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 why can't people just be more um nice and just be more loving instead of asking those kinds of questions and getting into that victim reaction you simply say to yourself okay well how can i be less externally controlled by how other people are behaving and how they are um being and how can i actually come back into my own being and understand that i control myself i control my own reactions i am in control of the way that i see things i am in control of the way that i re, re respond to my own feelings and that is where you find your golden power especially during the holiday season is because you can't really you can't really get people to change you can't really fix people um and that's something that i really had to learn over time is that it's not my responsibility to make other people happy especially not my family it's just not my responsibility and i went through a lot of grief uh, not grief i went through a lot of guilt I went through a lot of guilt in the past so whenever i would start getting angry at my my family for example i'd start feeling guilty about being angry and then that would just kind of create a whole cycle because i'd feel guilty about feeling a certain way i'd feel um annoyed at myself for maybe lashing out uh, or for getting being a bit rude and i just learned over time that if you feel a certain way just be okay with it make peace with it just invite the feeling in and don't suppress anything because that suppression is not going to help anyone because otherwise you'll be sitting there at the dinner table with this kind of background feeling of resentment and um what's it called when you what well, passive aggressiveness that's it you'll be sitting there with a kind of you'll be cutting your your vegetables your roasted vegetables that are covered in gravy and just kind of scraping the knife against the plate just being like i'm so annoyed at you but you'll be kind of saying in your head and kind of having this passive aggressiveness in your energy and if you notice that that is how you're being in that moment then you observe it you be okay with it and you maybe leave the room to go and deal with that and just to you know hit your pillow go and have a cry or do whatever you need to do that helps you express the emotion so that it's not getting blocked inside of you um and that in doing that you are actually giving yourself compassion because um, you're tending to your feelings, you're not being mean to yourself or feeling a certain way, and also you are giving more compassion to the people around you. And I'm not saying that you have to force yourself to be forgiving of people that you you are in a position where I don't feel like I can forgive this person, I don't feel like I can really um, muster that much compassion for this person that has hurt me or betrayed me or whatever it is, but at the same time understand that simply by being kind to yourself, you're actually you know, present, presenting and allowing yourself to be in that energy where you're not fueling the dysfunction, you are not fueling the fire. Because if we start getting into a very reactive state of mind, arguing with people and just accusing people of things, blaming other people and getting really um, upset with them, that's not really going to help us have a happier holidays, is it really? If you feel like you need to say something, then, then do say something, but don't be at war with yourself inside. Um, to, like making yourself feel guilty afterwards if you lash out if you make yourself feel guilty afterwards just let that go but the, the key here really is to 
understand that we are not here to fuel the dysfunction. We are here to, if you're on the spiritual path, we are here to take radical responsibility for how we feel, take radical responsibility for our, our own reactions and be the beacon of light or be that beacon of consciousness that maybe inspires other people not to act on their dysfunction, not to act out and uh, act out on their rage because people feel your presence, people feel your energy. So if you can be taking steps to calm yourself as much as possible in another room and, you know, try and just be loving towards yourself, try and just be like, it's okay, it's okay to feel this way, it's okay to be who you are, none of this is your fault, then already you are introducing more compassion to the whole equation, which in turn will help people at least a little bit feel a little bit more compassion for themselves and for other people. So if you get triggered, it's not really your fault. It's bound to happen, especially at Christmas if you've not seen your family in a long time. Since coming home, I've just been, I've been feeling some type of way that I thought that I'd process, but it's all good because it's teaching me how to grow. It's always teaching me, you know, those little buttons that um, people can press and how to better deal with that. So I've written down a little quote here that actually says, I think it's by the Buddha. He says, when someone tries to trigger you by insulting you or doing or saying something that irritates you, take a deep breath and turn off your ego. Remember that if you are easily offended, you are easily manipulated. And that's the thing that I was saying really is that you have to understand that you are in control of the way that you look at things and the way that you you respond to your own habitual reactions, right? So in that space, that is really where you will find the most, you will have the most grounded time, you will have the most uh, sane time and really find your inner sanity, is realising that the dysfunction that's going on out there, you don't have to feed into it and you don't have to be a, par a, par uh, a participant in it. Because if you start getting your ego involved, you start blaming, you start shouting, you start arguing back and fighting back and getting into a whole argument with other people. I've found that that is not very fruitful. <laughs> speaking from experience, speaking as someone that used to be quite uh, rebellious towards my parents and always, you know, fight back and lash out. I just started to understand over time as I became more wise that the best thing for me to do is oftentimes be silent. And I know that that might annoy some of you because you might be thinking, well, if my auntie's being a total twat, then why on earth Why on earth should I be silent? Can't I just say something and actually stick up for people and, you know, call her out on her behaviour, which, you know, by all means, you have free will, so you can do what you want. Uh, experiment for yourself and see, see what works for you. But I have found that oftentimes if people are very... Uh, manipulative or they're very controlling people or maybe they have narcissistic tendencies or maybe they are a narcissist oftentimes challenging them and making them or trying to make them confront their own behavior in fact causes them to become more inflamed it's kind of like when you're squeezing you're squeezing a little spot or you're squeezing a little boil <laughs> then oh I need to watch Nanny McPhee sorry that's reminded me of Nanny McPhee I think I need to watch that film because I've never seen it before I've heard that it's really good it doesn't really appeal to me but I want to see what the fuss is all about and Nanny McPhee I think she has a boil on her face so that's why it reminded me anyways I completely digress it's kind of like squeezing a boil uh, or a spot and you're making it more inflamed you're making the area more red you're making it more predisposed to infection and just kind of getting all gross in there whereas if you leave the spot alone if you leave the spot alone and you know you just go and work on your own shit you go and work on yourself and you work on your own energy then naturally over time the boil might lessen or the boil or the spot might heal itself but i said all that to say that basically sometimes and this is actually a topic that i a, a live class that i'm going to do in my new program that's called reconnect the path to newfound power is that the title of the class that i want to do is something along the lines of silence silence is heavenly or i can't remember what it was exactly it was something to do with finding your power in silence and the power of silence so i really quickly before i get into that want to tell you about a quote or something that eckhart tolle said is that whenever you find that your ego is feeling wounded or hit or 
you know affected by something maybe it's a comment that someone says or maybe it's something that they're doing or a way that they're behaving just imagine that that comment or whatever they've just said is passing through you as if you there is no there is no you for it to be um, absorbed by so if someone says something really hurtful towards you 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 see that comment you feel it you feel it kind of jolt you you feel it affect you but you allow it to pass through you as if as if you are literally a transparent glass window for example as if it's light coming through the window and in doing so you stop it's basically what that, what buddha was saying good old buddha it's what he was saying is that you you have control over how much you let things really affect you and so if we can allow comments to just pass through us then really we are we are coming back into our own power and by not reacting to it being like why did you just say that you are just so horrible meow, 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 meow. and you know reacting to that comment instead you're not fueling that you're not allowing that to have power over you you are actually realizing that hey i don't have to it's the it's the rule the golden rule of christmas give less shits and saying i don't have to let this person's willy-nilly comment affect and have anything to do with my actual internal character and my internal essence and it's usually a projection of their own dislike towards themselves so in that case if they're saying angry or hurtful or mean things to you that's their own stuffing right that's their own stuffing to deal with it's got nothing to do with you i know it doesn't taste very nice and they should probably you know add more spices and flavors and good stuff to their own stuffing but that's not your responsibility so why would you allow that to have anything to do with your character have anything to do with the way that you feel about yourself and so i always find that you know if my family are saying hurtful things to me or they're making me well they, they they say things that make me feel like I'm a burden or things of that nature which I have experience of I and that's kind of why I'm actually out in the greenhouse today is because I was getting very annoyed <laughs> I was actually getting really annoyed at my family full full transparency um I was getting annoyed at them and they were just saying things that was really really <laughs> so I was like right I don't care. I literally said, I don't care. I'm going outside. I'm going into the greenhouse. I'm going to film a video. And this is my own little space where I can just process things. I can sit here and chat with you and we can talk about life and everything's all good. Um, but what was I saying? What was I saying? Um, yes, if people are saying hurtful things to you, you understand that I don't have to let that affect the way that I feel about myself. That has nothing to do with your internal worth. It has nothing to do with your internal value and it only has as much power over you as as much as you believe in it so if they're saying that oh my god you're just so annoying why do you have to even be here let's say someone's saying that to you you could make that and take that comment and internalize it as being why am i not good enough why do i always feel so unworthy why do people always treat me like this and you know feeding into those kind of mind stories of poor me and why why me and when the mind is creating a whole story around you know i'm unworthy i'm unlovable why can't people just like me why can't people just love me instead of feeding into that you observe those kind of stories that come to your mind and you actually sit in your centered seat of awareness and just say actually i don't have to inculcate that comment into myself i don't have to absorb that into my being i can simply notice it feel that little ouchy moment and then let it pass through you because if you if you don't respond to that and you simply walk away you go and eat more more potato mashed potato and you go and you know away from this person then really you are taking back your own power and i want to emphasize to you what i was saying earlier about the the importance of silence silence is what was it silent because there's that phrase when you know when someone does a does a nasty fart and it's kind of silent but deadly i kind of did a play on words with that <laughs> that was my intention for the live class silence oh what was it oh, i hate thing i hate it when my memory just escapes me completely but anyways it was going to be talking about how when you are actually silent is really where you find your invulnerability because if you're not reacting and fueling the fire of the chaos by arguing back or by trying to defend yourself all the time you might feel like you have to defend yourself around your family like 
do you know what? Why do you have to say all these things? Blah, 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 blah. I'm pointing out their behaviour. You might feel like you have to do that. And again, it's getting to that kind of like, oh, I need to defend myself against all these people. Instead of getting into that mode, you put down, you put down your boxing gloves and you just come back into your centre. And sometimes silence is the best weapon. I have found, honestly, over time, I have found that if people are being hurtful to me, or they're out of their own dysfunction, out of their own unconsciousness, they are just being very hurtful or manipulative or making me, trying to make me feel bad. I simply observe it. I observe it and I understand that in, in my silence is my, is my power because it's, again, it's the philosophy of give less shits. You're not allowing things to, you're not saying that this means something to me. Whatever this com person's comment or this behavior is, if you start reacting to that, you're saying that this means something to me. This has power over me. This has power over the way that I feel about myself. And therefore I have to defend myself. I have to, I have to prove myself. But really, if you are silent and if you are just watchful, you're observant, you're observant of your own inner reactions to things. You're observant of the kinds of angry thoughts that you're getting. You're observant of how you feel in your body. And you do what the Buddha says. You take a deep breath. Then already, you're coming back into your your essence, you are coming back into your inner state of power and allowing yourself to be way less affected and controlled by external circumstances. And really that is what I feel is also at the heart of spirituality. That is at the heart of what is someone that is spiritually, spiritually oriented is always uh, trying to maintain is this sense of balance and calm within so that you can master your inner state so that the things outside of you bother you less and I'm not saying that over the holidays things aren't going to bother you magically just by you know watching the video and uh practicing the things that I'm talking about because I'm not perfect either I still get absolutely I absolutely do still get bothered by things that my family says to me or the things that they do but it's really working on your internal state understanding that that's where you find your power so it doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong if these people are being mean to you. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't have to do it doesn't have to mean anything about your intrinsic worth and value as a human being unless you decide that 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 does mean something to you. Unless you do decide that that comment that your auntie said does have significance to you and that means that oh my god what she's saying is true and that means that I'm just a horrible person and I oh my god I'm just so insecure. You can you can go there certainly and maybe you've been in the kind of habitual route of you know, just believing and def defending yourself all the time and feeding into those beliefs about yourself. But understand that, especially if you are, you're a, you're a, a fully fledged adult now, that, you know, you are taking radical responsibility over whether you let things into your field or not. So you can also imagine that there's a bubble around you. You can also imagine that your essence is essentially this lovely, whatever colour you like, I'm going to think of mine as being kind of a golden light because it kind of reminds me of baubles at Christmas. So imagine that you're a bauble. You're a bauble and it's a beautiful colour, maybe a nice rouge red or a glistening gold or a sparkling silver. You're a bauble and you're being protected by this bauble. Um, and it's like, a, it's like a bubble that surrounds you. And if you kind of have this in mind and you have this, this visualisation going on, then just imagine that anyone's comments, anyone's attacks towards you or anything that they're doing that is just really dysfun dysfunctional, you're not allowing that to enter your bauble. You're not allowing that to penetrate your field and really uh, absorbing all the energy around you. Because what I have noticed lately is that I didn't, I th I've always known that I was quite an em empathetic person, but I never really subscribed to this whole empath thing because again, it's just, it's just labels, isn't it really? It's just ways of identifying ourselves. Um, but as of late, I've, I've noticed that I do really pick up the energy around me. And, and if you're watching this and you're very sensitive to that, to that as well, which I presume a lot of you are, it can be very difficult sometimes, especially around the holidays, to, to feel like it's really hard not to pick up what other people are feeling. It's really hard not to pick up other people's sadness. But remember that you are not responsible for how anyone else feels. You are only responsible for how you feel. You cannot control if other people are going to respond a certain way. And you know, it's not your job to do that anyway. It's not your job to make people happy. And for example, if you're giving gifts at Christmas, hoping and expecting that other people are gonna validate you, people are gonna notice you, and people are going to really appreciate you for giving them gifts, then you are giving from a space of ex expectation. And that's something else I wanna say, is that try not to give with expectation. Try not to give with the expectation that people are gonna adore you more or appreciate you more or admire you more. Because 
giving is in essence it's a it's a selfless thing it's a thing where we are you know we're doing things for to make other people smile but we're not really doing it because we want to gain some sort of validation and like oh my god yeah you like my present and yeah you're complimenting me and that means you like me that means i'm worthy of your attention and your validation no if you're in that space then drop that as well that's just another point that i wanted to make but i can't remember where i was going on i can't remember where i was going with that tangent but yes silence silence is good sometimes silence is the best is your best weapon so sometimes I will be sitting at the dinner table, people will just be saying comments and my eyes like twitching, like, mm, I really, really just, I feel that bubbling sensation inside of me, but you stay silent. And sometimes people think that silence is weakness. Like why, why can't I stick up for myself? Why can't I defend myself? Why can't I say something? Because sometimes these people need putting in their place. But the thing is when people, and you can do that. Sometimes I do do that. And I don't make myself feel bad for it afterwards. Like earlier when I walked out of the, my house, I just said, I said earlier, like, I, I don't care. I shouted and I said, I don't care. And I walked away. But I don't make myself feel bad about it now. Whereas before I used to make myself feel guilty for that. But, oh, damn it, I've lost my train of thought again. Sorry, I've got a lot of energy in this video. So it's all over the place. But what was I saying? Silence is powerful because, damn it, things always escape my mind especially when I'm doing free flow things like this and I, I'm, I'm talking non-stop it just there's so many things going on in here so it's kind of hard to remember but anyways we'll go on to the next point which I really wanted to mention is to try and not have too high expectations because we might be revisiting family we might be expecting that Maybe people have changed. Maybe people are going to be more loving. Maybe, you know, maybe I will have a happy Christmas. Maybe I will, maybe my family will finally, you know, acknowledge me and be kind to me. But I've found that sometimes, sometimes you just have to work on letting go of expectation and work on not, not having this idealistic, uh, thing in your mind of wanting people to be different because I found that that really held me back on my journey is always expecting people to be to be any way than how they are because you're if you do that you're always fighting with, with reality you're always in conflict with reality and that creates a lot of thoughts it creates a lot of internal anguish it actually creates like a feeling of grief because it's like why why can't I why can't we just have a normal Christmas why can't I have a supportive family why can't I feel you know loved and I understand I understand those perspectives completely but it's remember it's you need to tend to that little child inside of you it's the inner child that is wanting that acknowledgement is wanting that appreciation is wanting that love and that's always something that you can give to yourself yes that is a gift that you can give to yourself this Christmas is that give yourself the the acknowledgement and the appreciation that you are craving from other people around you because sometimes people just can't provide that for you and sometimes you know they're not there to provide that for you um and i know sometimes that can create a feeling of sadness inside of us and i've, I've processed i had to process that a lot over the years that that sense of you know grieving a family that is not the way that i want it to be for example and you know, you might see other people having a really nice time at Christmas and you might think like, why can't I have that? Why don't I deserve that? But again, become aware of these kind of mind stories that you're telling yourself that keep us trapped in this victim mentality or keep us believing that we don't deserve goodness. Again, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. You don't have to internalize it as you doing anything wrong. Reassure that inner child inside of you that it doesn't, that you are worthy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of kindness. Just because other people don't exhibit that around you and the people that you want them to care about you the most don't ex exhibit that around you doesn't mean that you cannot give that to yourself and I know that it can sometimes be a disappointing experience but you know again allow yourself to feel that way allow yourself to feel that disappointment I remember in earlier Christmases I would be I'd have that love-hate relationship where I was really excited because wow Christmas yeah my god all this hype going on but also kind of having to face the reality that, you know, maybe that my Christmas does not look like the way that the little child inside of me wanted it to look, full of 
love and warmth and laughter and you know playing playing games together my Christmases have never necessarily looked that way and felt that way and I remember also uh, when I was younger I would open my presents and I'd feel really disappointed because I wasn't getting really cool expensive things like um, my friends or other people around me were um, because my family were not in a financial position to afford be able to afford you know really nice luxurious gifts and again that's something that I can critique about Christmas is that it does place a lot of emphasis on the material and the physical of like what did you get for Christmas I got this cool this cool Hot Wheels like mega mega 3000 thing and you're like wow oh my god that's so cool and we're idealizing you know the material aspect of it when really at the heart of Christmas the heart of Christmas what Christmas meant in its original spirit is you know love joy compassion giving and giving your energy and I think that's really that's really one thing that you can always give not not just yourself but other people as much as you can muster is your own presence your own energy and if you cultivate that warm and loving energy for yourself as much as you can then people will feel that and that can be the gift that you essentially give to other people is you know just adding that little bit of warmth into maybe a very cold or hostile room or environment of people um and yeah i just wanted to mention that little critique i had of it of christmas because it has become very materialistic over the years it is just about you know what what gifts are we getting and what presents how cool are your presents and how much are we are we spending and we've kind of lost touch with what christmas originally meant um but yeah i remember feeling as a child sometimes i'd open my my presents and it would just be pajamas and i'd feel really i'd feel really upset because i was like oh why didn't i get anything cool and, and nice but i've come to a point in my journey now that i'm older that uh, i'm really grateful when i open up and i see pajamas i'm really grateful because you know there's some people in the world that don't get anything there's some people in the world that get diddly squat and don't really have any anyone there to give to them they don't really have people around them that are even willing willing to send them a christmas card so you know over time i i realize the importance of being grateful for what i for what i have and even though my family still have their own stuff we all have our own stuff um i'm really grateful to have gotten to the point where i can say that in spite of that in spite of them upsetting me sometimes i do and i have come to a place where i've managed to cultivate unconditional love for them because no one is perfect and it's not that i will tolerate dysfunction really dysfunctional behavior because i won't and i'll just leave the room or you know just distance myself for a while um, if that happens but if you're watching this and you don't really feel like you can have a very healthy relationship with your family know that that's okay but also it is possible for you to change that it is possible for you to remedy that but it won't be by trying to fix other people it won't be by getting other people to change getting other people to go to therapy it will be because you've worked on your own conscious uh, growth yourself and you've changed your perspective you changed and shifted into a different state of consciousness where you're not seeing things through the lens of anger and resentment anymore but you're seeing things from a higher perspective of love and I never thought I'd get to the point where I can say that I love my parents without condition but because uh, I used to hate my parents if you're not really too familiar with with who I am and what I talk about on this channel I have mentioned before that actually I, I mentioned it in my program is that I really thought that I would really just despise my parents uh, for being the way that they are and for not really uh, emotionally supporting me in the ways that my little child inside of me had wanted to but it is possible to change that and I had to let go of my expectations as I was saying earlier I had to let go of expecting them to change I had to let go of expecting things to be different and really just work on myself really just work on myself I had to stop expecting expecting that I was going to get really lovely presents that indicated that they cared about me more at Christmas for example because now I I yeah I open the pajamas and I'm like thank you so much it's a small and simple thing but I know that my parents they're doing the best that they can with what they have 
um, that's, that's financially, that's emotionally, that's mentally. And it took some time for me to get to this, this stage where I really do believe that they're doing the best that they can. Um, and I want you to try and see that in your own life as well, that people around you, they're doing the best that they can. A lot of people that are unhappy and they spread that misery and unhappiness and, and you know, that chaos around them and that destructiveness is usually because they're not happy within themselves or they just don't really know how to process their own feelings. And at the end of the day, people, people are doing the best that they can. So I have compassion for that little younger me that would always get upset at Christmas because she didn't know, she didn't know yet what she was going to learn. She didn't know yet how much she was just going to grow on her journey. Um, so my own, my own path of evolution, I hope serves as an inspiration to you that you can learn to transcend these hurt feelings. You can learn to transcend the, the disappointment or the sadness. It's all, it all really is a process. You can't really bypass any of it. You can't just kind of wish that you were at a stage where you're completely unbothered by everything and you, you embody the golden rule of, I don't give any shits about anything because we're all human here. Again, it's having compassion for yourself wherever you're at on your journey and not playing the blame game. I think that's something that really helps me as well is that it doesn't really serve anyone to blame, to blame anyone and to always be mad at other people or always be mad at yourself for feeling a certain way really does it have to be anyone's fault can it really simply just be that things are the way they are because that is how they've been divinely arranged in that moment it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong it doesn't mean that it's you know it's god's fault and why did god have to put me in these circumstances why did god have to make me have no family or make me have these horrible people around me no we don't have to blame we don't really have to have put blame in the equation at all um, and that's not to say we can't hold people accountable for their behaviour because of course we can but please just know that you can really work on yourself and making yourself happy and the more that you do that I promise you the more that you work on making yourself happy and working on you know your own stuffing your own baggage that over time you will be less disappointed by the world outside of you because you no longer depend on it for you to be happy within yourself and that's still something that I work on to this day and I will always be working on uh, until I take my last breath is really not depending on this world of outer form and what my outer circumstances uh, to make me feel happy within myself and to make me feel peaceful within myself so I really wish you a Merry Christmas <laughs> I really hope that you have the courage and the curiosity as well to learn more about yourself and learn more about your own internal reactions and the things that still trigger you this Christmas. Remember that anyone that triggers you, usually it is because the very thing that you're annoyed at in the other person is something that you hate about yourself. So let's say you hate someone for being so selfish, really it's because you hate the part of you inside that is selfish and that is essentially how projection works. If you want to learn more about that, we talk a lot about that in my new programme but also if you watch my video called How to Evolve Rapidly, I go deeper into how you can do the shadow work. But really, all of this and all of the people that are annoying us and, you know, we accuse out there, it's really showing us just how much we have to look about, look at within ourselves. What is the shadow in, in me that I'm not willing to look at? What is the thing that I'm pointing out out there, but really is something that I'm denying or suppressing or being unwilling to look at within myself? So all of these things are things that you can always reflect on at Christmas and you know if you do feel lonely you're not alone I have a video actually um, about loneliness I think it's a meditation on loneliness that you can listen to if you're just feeling like really miserable or really lonesome on your journey please go and give that a, a listen I might really help you but you can always come back and watch my other weekly groceries if you want to chit chat with me and just feel like you know, this is a, an environment where we can, we can, we can grow together here. We can be safe here. This is a non-judgmental zone. So let me know how you're feeling as always in the comments. Um, but yes, I really hope this video helped you. I really thought it was important to talk about this uh, at Christmas because there are some people watching this that I know 
you might be feeling really bogged down you might be feeling kind of helpless but remember that you are never powerless you are never ever powerless and that really is at the heart of why I created my, my newest program it's literally called the path to newfound power because I have also been in that stage where I felt very powerless over the beliefs that I had about myself and the beliefs that I'd internalised from my upbringing of not feeling worthy, of not really feeling like I like myself deep down, of feeling insecure, of feeling, you know, bitter and angry and resentful at my past and at the hurt that I, that I went through. But it was that, all of that pain really is why I'm here today all of that pain and the ways that I felt and all the work that I went through is really why I'm here today being able to make these videos being able to impart some of my wisdom with you and why I created the program is to help you reconnect back with your innate sense of power the power that you always have over yourself and the power that you have to reframe the things in your life so that you you stop feeling that sense of why do I feel this way why am I so blocked why do I feel stagnant why am I always going to feel this way am I always going to feel so disempowered am I always going to feel helpless no absolutely not there is that spirit within you that you just have to reconnect to you just have to reignite your connection to that is always able to move through hardship that is always able to be the alchemist and transmute your pain and these past feelings of hurt or resentment or guilt or blame and really be the magician in your life to transform these things into what makes you more powerful, what makes you more strong, what makes you more resilient, what makes you more able to connect with your inner peace regardless of what's going on out there regardless if you know people are arguing with each other about how the cranberry sauce just tastes like shit or whatever it is whatever they're arguing about if they're arguing about family trauma and there's a lot of things going on about people blaming each other and why did you have to do this and maybe they're even throwing plates at each other i don't know what happens in your family but regardless of that chaos that's going on out there really at the heart of this video and the heart of what I want to share with you right now and the heart of my, my program is to remind you that your inner spirit is very, very powerful and your inner essence is very, very valuable. Do not underestimate this. Do not believe that that power within you is not there because it most certainly is. The ability to transmute your stuff and your stuffing into gold and the thing that actually helped you grow so much, helped you grow into a more conscious individual, a more loving individual, a more compassionate individual. And last thing I really wanna say also is that forgiveness is key. I mean, look at the word for forgiveness. It's forgiving, it's forgiving to yourself. It's to release yourself from the actions of other people. It's to release yourself from holding on to those hurt feelings and liberating yourself essentially so know that you can always do that even if you're not there right now you most certainly can I have done it myself and many people on the planet have gone through that same sort of process of learning to forgive learning to forgive ourselves for holding on to things that did not belong to us like family traumas or things that are passed down generationally and learning to forgive other people for not really being at the stage where they can be the ways that we want them to be and forgiving them for being lost in their own dysfunction so on that note i hope you have a beautiful christmas or at least you have a christmas where you learn more about yourself and you learn more about how to give less shits and give yourself more compassion remember that you are surrounded by a bauble at all times that bauble of your luminous light that will protect you and help you become invulnerable to the chaos that is going on out there remember the bauble <laughs> i hope that sticks in your head and if you want to learn more about my new program um reconnect the path to newfound power you can find details in the description box below it's very affordable very accessible and we'll be doing a lot of live classes i will remember the name of the one that i was mentioned i mentioned earlier but we'll be doing 
four, maybe even more live classes as well so we can evolve together live on your journey and keep you accountable. But otherwise, thank you so much for watching and I will see you in the next video or maybe the next weekly groceries. Goodbye.